Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on.
you to put in your mind all the things that you proclaim the devil has stolen from you. And I want you to believe and receive tonight that God can restore. God can restore. When we restore, it ends up being just really remodeled, right? God restores. Oh, Believe it tonight.
Amen. God restores. I don't know. If that song didn't touch you, I don't know what will. If you've ever lost anything and God gave it back to you, that's restoration. Amen. I'm coming to you today from Second Chronicles 7 and 14. It says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Heavenly Father, Lord God, with you, we thank you for restoration. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to your people, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, right now that you give me permission to sit down as you stand up in me as I speak to your people, Lord. I only want to say those things you want me to say. So, Lord, help me to just hear what you have for me to say so that I can give it to your people. These things I pray in your Holy Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Even even though uh, Derek Chauvin was sentenced to 22.5 years for the murder of George Floyd, our land still has a lot of healing to do. When people have to take to the streets the way it happened after George Floyd's death, just to try to get some justice, we here in America are broken. You know, we have complete buildings are falling with no real explanation. Asian hate crime is on the increase. Black and Hispanic hate crimes continue to continue. And out of over 159 million Americans that voted in the last election, approximately 74 million still believe that the former president will regain the office soon. They believe the big lie. People, we are broken. We are in trouble in America. I asked, as Marvin Gaye asked in 1971, what's going on? He says, mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. He says, we got to find a way to bring some loving here today. First John 4 and 8 says, God is love. So if the scriptures are correct and God is love, then what needs to happen is a restoration back to love. Today, I want to explore God's procedure for healing, for restoration. Whether it is the restoring of ourselves or this land, whether it is in restoring of our finances, restoring of our families, restoring of our marriages for restoration, period. The procedure is the same. I do want to give you just a little background on what caused God to make this conditional promise. You see, in Second Chronicles chapter 6, the construction of the first temple in Jerusalem had just been completed. This is the temple that King David wanted to build, but God told him, that his son Solomon would be the one to build it. After completion of the temple, David's son, King Solomon, prayed a long prayer. In Solomon's prayer, he actually prayed for God to forgive the people and to restore the land if the people prayed. He asked God to dwell in the temple that was made for him. He literally prays that when the heavens are shut up and there is no rain because your people have sinned against you, And when they pray towards this place and give praise to your name and turn from their sin because you have afflicted them, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel. Teach them the right way to live and send rain on the land you gave your people for an inheritance. The Lord showed his approval by raining down fire to consume the offering. It was dramatic and visible proof of God's approval. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple such that the priests could not enter the house of the Lord. The scripture says, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer. You see, God heard and answered the prayers of King Solomon. He hears and he will answer your prayers also. You see, God promised Solomon that when the land suffered from drought or pestilence, and the definition of pestilence is any infectious, fatal disease that is widespread. What does that sound like? sounds a little like COVID to me. 
but that if the people would humble themselves and pray and seek his faith and turn from their wicked ways, then God will hear those prayers. God has given his people a procedure for healing the land, for restoration. See, in the secular job that I have, procedure compliance is mandatory, which simply means in order to achieve the end goal of the procedure, you must follow the procedure exactly as written. The issue is not whether or not God can heal the land. The issue is whether the people will follow the procedure exactly as written. So the first step in this procedure or conditional promise is to humble ourselves. The scripture says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, it says if, uh, in the event that or on the assumption that the people would humble themselves. Well, what does that mean? Well, I think it means that if I don't humble myself, then the rest of the conditions is null and void, uh, that perhaps the land won't be restored. When we humble ourselves, God promises to hear and respond. But I want you to notice that God puts the responsibility to humble on ourselves. The command is to intentionally humble ourselves. The Hebrew word for humble is kana. It means to bend the knee. It means to bring down low. It means to, to come into subjection. It means to humble God is clear. He doesn't heal the land until we cannot, until we humble ourselves. In reality, if you don't humble yourself before God, he will humble you. Scripture says in Romans fourteen eleven, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. In other words, everybody will eventually humble themselves. So the first step in the procedure is to humble ourselves. Uh, And then once we have become humble, God said, if you will pray and seek my faith. So the second step in the procedure is to pray and seek God's faith. You see, I think it's interesting that God calls us first to become humble and then to pray and then to seek his faith. Remember, procedure compliance is mandatory. Praying and seeking God's faith go hand in hand. When we are praying and seeking God's faith, we are setting our minds and hearts on God. It is the conscious fixing or focusing of our minds, attention, and our hearts affection on God. First Chronicles 22 and 19 says, Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. It is a conscious choice to direct the heart toward God. That is what Paul prays for the church in 2 Thessalonians. He says, may the Lord direct your heart to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. It is a deliberate effort on your part. Simply put, prayer is the most important activity we as Christians can do powerful gift, not just to others, but to ourselves, and most importantly, to God. Prayer is quality time with the man that you said is the head of your life. It's the moment that we spend with God, uh, talking directly to him and feeling his love and grace upon us. It's the moment that we choose to get down on our knees and give thanks to confess our sins to the one person that won't run, tell everyone else your business, Uh, to ask for forgiveness and to ask for his help, ask for his strength in our weaknesses, to ask for his guidance when we are lost, and to be in worship with the Lord Jesus. In fact, praying is so important that the act of not praying is considered to be a sin. Scripture says in 1 Samuel, moreover, ask for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray. The scripture says to pray without cease. You see, prayer is our power. When we pray, it's like pulling the plug from our hearts and plugging it into the power source, Jesus. You have heard it said, no prayer, no power. 
little prayer, little power. But you've also heard them say, much prayer, much power. And then when I speak about prayer, I'm not talking about that quick prayer at dinner time. You know, thank you, Lord, for the potatoes and meat. Now, Lord, let us drink and eat. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. Although, thanking God for your food is important. The problem is that so many people only pray when it's time to eat. We only seem to want to thank him for the food. We forget about thanking him for keeping us through the night. We forget about the thanking him for keeping us on the highways and the byways. We forget about thanking him for just watching over our families. And seeking involves calling and pleading, oh, Lord, open my eyes. Oh, Lord, pull back the curtain of my own blindness. Lord, have mercy and reveal yourself because I long to see your face. One of the great obstacles to seeking the Lord is pride. The scripture says in Psalms 10 and 4, in the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. That is why God instructs us first to humble ourselves and then to pray and seek his face. Jeremiah 29 13 says, and you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So the second step in the procedure is to pray and to seek his face. And then finally, the final condition is to turn from your wicked ways. The concept of turning in the Bible is the concept of repentance. Hebrew for turn is shuvah, which means to turn back, to return. It involves a turning with remorse from sin to God. It means if you're going in one direction and the commander says about face, you turn and you go completely in a different direction. That's what it means to turn. The Bible says in Isaiah 55 and 7, let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. God will tune in when we turn around. God says, and turn from your wicked ways. But look how God describes the wicked in Psalms 50. It says, but to the wicked, God says about my law. He says, why do you even mention my covenant? You hate discipline, and you toss my words behind your back. You make friends with thieves whenever you see one. You spend your time with adulterers. You set your mouth free to do evil. Then harness your tongue to tell lies. You sit around talking about your own siblings. You find fault with the children of your very own mother. You've done these things and I've kept quiet. You thought I was just like you, but now I'm punishing you. I'm laying it all out right in front of your face. God says to turn from this lifestyle. So, God, I pray that you teach me to humble myself so that I will pray and seek your face. And, Lord, because I've prayed and sought your face, I will turn from my wicked ways. And in conclusion, these four conditions are naturally progressive in order. In other words, a person won't pray if they are not humble. A person who does not humble themselves and pray cannot seek God's face. And a person who is not seeking God's face will not turn from their wicked ways. So there is a divine order here, and it all begins with humility on our part. When we are humble, then we will turn to God in prayer and seek God's presence in our life. And there's another conditional promise that I want to talk about. The scripture says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, the scripture says thou shalt be saved. Two conditions. First, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And second, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Confess that you are a sinner, that you need the help of Jesus to clean up your life. 
Confess that you have tried to sing without him for all these years and have failed. And 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 make sure that you're talking to him about all the things that you need to have to clean up your life. And then it says to believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. Believe that he is the king of kings. Believe that he is the Messiah. That Jesus is the Lord of lords. That he is the Savior. The promise is that once you do that, you shall be saved. Thank you and God bless.
All we have to do is follow the directions in Second Chronicles, and he will restore all those things we lost. And I thank God for that word today and you. Amen. So let's get a little more Jesus right now. <laughs>
hope you're enjoying the show. This is Minister Myrene Wise. I want to give a special shout-out to my cousin, Jeffrey Harris. I thank you for tuning in, Jeffrey, and I want to thank all the faithful listeners. I appreciate all of you taking the time out your schedule to listen to the show and for praising God with us. Have a blessed day. Here's some more music. Hey, this your boy, Mel Will, with my main man, Rance Allen. I am so glad I got you to lean on. Got you to lean on. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you feeling weak or you feel like you just can't handle situations on your own, just know that you can lean and depend on Jesus because my soul says yes.
sharing the show with you and would like for you to invite your family and friends and co-workers to listen. They can dial 516-387-1471. And remember, if you don't know the Lord, get to know him today. And if you do know him, get to know him better. I love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.